My brother's forgiven me. Chief Dr. Hong, brother Numsi has forgiven me. Dear brother, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Southside, I think it was two episodes ago, it was on the space tournament. When an old girl snapped on everybody. Man, that was so <laughs> funny. Oh, she snapped on them two old the, ladies. The detectives. <laughs> so it was one old detective because she had, she's one of her tenants. She came through. She was like, first of all, don't say nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sit your old dusty ass down. Just face fades. Man. That was, she was so funny. And then Earthquake, you know what I'm saying, made a cameo. He was pretty uh, funny yeah. too. As her dad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that whole episode was pretty funny. Yeah. The whole Ed Lover what was it? Uh, spades and hot wings tournament. Yeah, yeah. He was like uh, that other cop. Midnight. He, was he, like, he didn't understand the nah, whole premise. It didn't make sense. No. <laughs> like I, I was on his side on that one. Yeah, that was man. I was I was dying when I was <laughs> that episode. Southside is hilarious. It man. is funny. The stepping episode was pretty funny too. It actually was pretty funny. Uh, that was that was the last one, right? Was it? I don't remember. Yeah, I think the hot wings was. I mean, uh, the space one was first, right? Or it was two weeks ago, and then this. Past week was what's the step was the stepping one yeah um man was that the same one when they he dude uh got locked in the, his office he got locked in his office yeah he couldn't he couldn't open the door because the doorknobs was jammed they was looking for the girl what yeah man you don't remember maybe that maybe I'm I'm mixing two different episodes up together but I think the last one they was looking for a little girl who had they thought had ran away she was a Christian girl she had a sister. She didn't actually. She didn't have no Instagram account or no. Man, I don't think I seen you that. You seen that one? You missing an episode? I must, dude. And the girl, the girl ran away because she her, she didn't want to be with her her family who was real real strict religious. Nah, I missed that. Oh man, that was a funny episode too. I missed that. I think the now that I'm thinking about. It, I think the stepping episode in the in the space tournament was, was on together. The same. Yeah, yeah, it was just two different storylines on that episode. Yeah. Yeah, I must have missed one, man. I have to figure out what what happened. I'm not going to say anymore. I'm going to let you watch that one. That's upsetting. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you you was up to date. I guess not. Yeah. Yeah, That's crazy. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, there's a bunch of uh, stand-up. Man, Netflix is starting to kill the stand-up comedy game. Ah, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? We got the Dave Chappelle we got the Bill Burr. Right. We got some, uh, what's it, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, ladies. you seen any of those? Yeah, I actually have. I really don't like it. I ain't watched none of it. Yeah, I watched maybe a couple episodes because um, it, I had to give her a chance, you know, yeah. because it's Tiffany Haddish. But she's not doing it. She's just hosting Right, it. yeah. It's like Kevin Hart. Laugh Out Loud type Yeah, or Bring yeah. to the City or You're whatever right, it's called. Right, right. Next Level. But yeah, I, I just, I saw the trailer for it and nothing struck me. So I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to pass on this one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I hate to say that, like, because it, it makes it sound like I don't support female comics, but uh, it just, none of them seemed like they were talking about anything interesting to me. I didn't watch all of them. I just watched a few. Right. Uh, but I I wasn't laughing. Yeah. But I stuck it out just because to see if there was a punchline somewhere. Right, right. <laughs> like at some point. Just, yeah. You might get get one, but that I mean, so should we just dive into the Chappelle? Oh yeah, yeah. The oh, genius yeah. that Man, it is. That guy is so hilarious. So Chappelle did something and it's funny because on like two episodes ago of this podcast, I was talking cryptic and encode and I was like, I don't want to ruin my career. Uh-huh. And then Dave Chappelle came out and said everything that I wanted to say. <laughs> like 
the way Hollywood is and the way that the world is in general is so crazy. You know what I mean? And like, first of all, him coming out, starting with Prince and then throwing in a joke about uh, Anthony Bourdain <laughs> and then talking about his homeboy back in uh, Cleveland or, or D.C. Man, he, I was like, oh, this, tied everything I was like, this is where we going. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I fell out from there. I was like, oh, OK, this is the, this the type of type of stuff we're going to go for. Man, he, he was he was he knew that he had the crowd so much so that. He was laughing at his own jokes. Yeah, I mean, he always do that. You know, that's that's his signature is to yeah. hit his leg with the mic. Well, no, nah, he was just like turning around and walking yeah. back up on the other stage yeah. and then coming back down. Um, he So if you watch the one before this one, and I don't remember the name of it, but uh, he hinted on a lot of the Me Too stuff, but he didn't outright just kill him. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So even in this one, he's like, "Yeah, I told y'all like this Me Too stuff. Like I, I told you I support you, but the way you going about it is yeah, he did. You know, so uh, and I agree with him. Like I, I one hundred percent agree because I, I believe there should be a movement. Women shouldn't be out here just getting you know messed around on, or you know uh, they should get equal pay for equal work. Right. Um, they should get uh, you know they shouldn't have to be, get harassed every day of their life. You know." But at the same time, that's why I was talking about with this millennial stuff when they go overboard. It's exactly the same thing. They go overboard. Like you have to have a balance. Like and his his joke about uh when I'm trying to think of uh child support, when he was talking about abortion and child support, and he was like, Women, that's your right to have an abortion. And man, we just gotta ain't nothing we can do. Right. However, <laughs> like when it comes to child support, like it's our prerogative what we do with our money. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, I, maybe I don't feel like paying. Right. You yeah. know, if we ain't a part of the decision whether whether to keep or or abort the baby. Right. Then, you know, which you, ma- makes sense to me. It, I was like, you know what? That's actually genius. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he's not the first person to thought of it. Right. Yeah. But yeah, man, like that was hilarious. The whole the whole juicy smoothie. Oh my God, Juicy Smoulet. <laughs> the first time he said it, it took me like 10 seconds in my head to register. Like, Did it? Man, I knew off he the ta- back. Oh, he's talking about Jesse Smollett. Man, that was so funny. He said, man, did y'all hear about the French actor? <laughs> French dude, Juicy, Juicy Smoulet. <laughs> man, I would, uh, man, that whole section. Yeah. yeah. He ran on it for about a good man. 15, when he was checking 20 off the minutes, list, like, he was like, he was like the cop. He was like, uh, he was like, okay, you you were walking in Chicago, okay, all right, <laughs> right, at two in the at morning. morning, right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. minus right. fifteen degrees, okay. <laughs> Where were you headed? Subway. Subway. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, just black the, people was mysteriously quiet. Man, he, he knew just the way he broke it down just made you perfect sense, man. I had to think back too because it's been a while since the the juicy smoothie story, <laughs> and uh, I had to think. I was like, was I supportive of this dude? Because like I used to watch Empire, you right. know, and then I thought about. It, I was like, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was mysteriously quiet because yeah. I knew something didn't sound right. Yeah. I was like, Dave Chappelle has hit it on the head again. <laughs> like, yeah. It was man, man, that that by far to me was the funniest part of this whole stand up. I mean, the whole thing was funny, but that right there just had me in tears. Yeah. Because he kept calling that man Juicy Smoulet. Yeah. I like his impersons too. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> his impressions. <laughs> He's yeah. like, here's the second one. 
guess who he could be? And then everybody's like, Trump. He was yeah, like, he said, no, you. <laughs> Which I understood that one too. That made perfect sense. I said, o- I understand. Overly it. sensitive Overly crowds. sensitive. Oh, man. See, that's the thing, though. Like, if you're not on these agendas, like, he was talking about the whole trans... <laughs> that, that whole section was funny, too. Oh, yeah, it was. Thing. He was like... Hey, <laughs> what he say? He's like, ain't no, ain't no stopping you for five states. <laughs> ain't no bad for you for five states. He made the analogy between like the, the gay, then the, the lesbian, and the bi in the back, and they gonna hitchhike. Oh, Here come the hitchhiker trans. But if you're not out there 100 percent on a agenda, then you oppose them somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I, I get it. Equal rights. You know what I mean? Like I'm black. I get it. Like everybody deserves equal rights. Right. You want health care for your your spouse, your significant other? Hey man, I'm go ahead. That's right. That's your you right. I mean? Yeah, everybody absolutely. should have it. Absolutely. Absolutely. However, you don't have to force everything down my throat. Like I don't force my blackness on the people. You know what I mean? Like, matter of fact, I cold switch. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, so I guess what I'm thinking about now is mm-hmm. civil rights. Right. So how is white people thinking, like, okay, are you are were we forcing it down their throat? You know, based I, off of your comment that you just made. Right, right, right. I I think about that sometimes, but I think we were looking for basic human rights. Uh huh. I think now we're at a point where we're no longer seeking basic human rights. Okay. You know what I mean? Like we just wanted to get employed. Right. We wanted to vote, not to get beaten, to have equal fair advantages. Right. As the white person. Correct. Mm-hmm. Which I think now we're we're past that. Now we want a majority diverse everything. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we just wanted a foot in the door. Right. You know what I mean? We just wanted to be recognized as a human being and not a, a monkey or, or something right. different. You know? So I do think about that though. Like did white people think we were just like putting them on blast and, and, and forcing it down their throat? But at the same time, I, I don't really think so. Cause like, go do your peaceful protest. You know what I mean? That's all we were trying to do. Go do your peaceful protest. Try to lobby for your rights. And then we, I think we've talked about this in the past with black exploitation movies and things of that nature. Like we had our own lane, and we still kind of have our own lane, right. like our own society right. to this to some point. And we you, don't push it on anybody. We just do our own thing, and then people adapt. I agree. Our culture. I agree. I think that this that's the same way that they're going about doing it. They have their own lane, and they're pushing for equal rights. They're lobbying and doing the same things that we done in the past. However, they're being met re, re, uh, resistance the same way that we was. By the same oppressor. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think they. I don't think they stay in their their own lane. I think they are instead of creating their own lane first, and then allowing like culture and just the the, the natural order of things to kind of like start to adapt into that. They're pushing it. Like, look at every TV show. No, no, no. I mean, they they started out staying in their lane, and then all of a sudden they started swerving them. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm t- well. I'm talking about now. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about now. Okay, they're okay. swerving. Yeah, yeah. At one point they were in their lanes, right. and now like they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And not they're the drunk drivers. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, <laughs> they're you, all over the place. If you look at every TV show, you know what I mean. Every movie now, it you, you got to have a female lead. You know what I mean? Which is not a problem. It's got to be empowered. It's not a problem, but it's not necessarily the way of the world for every situation. 
every situation shouldn't have to dictate that the woman's the most powerful person in the room. I agree. All right, and then same but, thing. But why? But, but I mean, there's been so many hundreds of years of that being the male. I get that, but at the same time, there's also been hundreds of movies that have come before the year two thousand and yeah, but eighteen, no, where but, women have had lead roles yeah. and men strong. Like you want to talk, but like, those are just movies. Those, that's not real. But life. I'm talking about what I'm talking about is the agenda bleeding over into the media to put it into your head to where to it make it feel like it's okay. normal. Gotcha. Which women being powerful should be a normal thought process, <clears throat> right? But Same it's always with- been out there. It's just now all of a sudden, like now it's become an overforcedness to where, like, take the Ghostbuster movie for example. That movie was forced, one hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like you purposely tried to create an all woman movie to the point that they're about to remake it again. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. it was terrible. It was. And I'm not for. I'm not. I'm not against an all female Ghostbuster movie if you make a good movie. It just wasn't good. And I, and it was rushed and yeah, it was forced it was. and you know what I mean you can feel it it wasn't nothing about that script was authentic you know what I mean it's it's not like like bridesmaid is a good female led authentic movie yeah that was a hilarious movie girls trip is pretty funny hilarious. I personally don't like it but it was know, a good movie that was I don't a good like movie. it I got my I, don't, I think it 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 goes to the stereotyping yeah it goes way too deep into the stereotyping hey man but that's what make it funny. Nah, I don't think it's it's but, not it's not your cup of tea. Nah, it's not like I, I mean but it's okay it, it because money. It, oh yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. and people love it. I'm not gonna take that away from people. So, but you know, and then you in the past you had you know because now the women action stars are starting to become real big with Captain Marvel, uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, I think there's uh, oh uh, Black Widow's finna have her own solo movie. But what happened to you know nobody's talking about a long kiss goodnight? Yeah, Gina Davis. Yeah. The film Nikita. Right. You know what I mean? Like, these were good movies. Uh, Nobody even say anything about Resident Evil. Those That's a female lead. Female lead. Aliens. Yes. You know what I mean? Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Which they're redoing that one. That's soon to come out. Yeah. So, back with Linda, Linda but Hamilton. I, I, but I, I agree that it is being forced not to, you know, today. Not yeah. even just today, but just over the past, you know, I would say decade. Uh, how it's being forced to the point to where now we have to censor our kids watching 100%, kids shows. 100%. And we shouldn't, we, I shouldn't have to pay attention or uh, change the channel because something is on a Disney channel. Right. Nick, uh, Nickelodeon, Nick right. Jr., Disney Jr. Look, I'm not, like, I was so against my son watching Ryan. The, the uh-huh. YouTube kid uh-huh. that just plays with toys, but he's safe yes. in comparison to some of this other stuff. Absolutely, I can remember watching something with Rhea on network TV, and Sean was young; he was probably like three, so he was getting in that comprehensive stage where he could figure stuff out. We're watching, and then next thing you know, you know, you got two dudes kissing on network TV, which. All right, man, but like this wasn't like I didn't think this was that show. You right, know what I mean? Exactly, like it just kind of came out the blue. Right. Like, every every show has to have a, a, a homosexual character. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we at that stage? There's still movies and shows without black people in it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so we're I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Friends, one of the most beloved shows, probably had two black people for the whole run of it. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld barely had black people in it. Mm-hmm. I don't care, but. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to sit here and force, you know, my blackness on the people. 
That's just me. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't but think most forcing black people. Yeah, they're forcing their stuff. And now I, you're trying to force me into a conversation with my son that I'm not ready to have. Right. He's not ready. His mind can't comprehend that to me. Right. But you, I, you're, I know the response is, well, you know, kids should just be themselves. And, you know, if he wants to play with a dog, I'm like Kevin Hart. I don't care what y'all say. You know what I mean? Like, if you watch the Dave Chappelle, he broke exactly. down what Kevin exactly. Hart said. Yep. And, I, and, you know, I'll go in this room, you know, if he watches something and it's got glitter in the title or if it's too many female characters, I'll change the channel. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, nope, you're not watching this. Right. You know what I mean? And he, I don't think that's toxic. No. I don't, I, I'm just trying to raise a man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to, I don't want him, because my biggest problem, now I'm, I'm putting this out there, whatever, hate, whatever. Uh, I'm all, I don't care. You want to be homosexual, cool. You know what I mean? For men, I'm talking strictly for men right now. I just don't like the softness, mm-hmm. the zesty. You could because, and the reason why is because you have men trying to act like women. I ain't even talking about transsexuals. Mm-hmm. You have men trying to act like women that overcorrect what they believe a woman is supposed to be. So now they're this cartoon character right. of what a woman should be, and now you have this whole new creation, and it. It, it's so irritating to me. Okay. And I don't know why, but I'm not raising one of those. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. Right. I'm not, I'm kinda not like, kind of like, uh, like magic Johnson's son. Oh my God. EJ. Yes. Or whatever he calls himself now, whatever he calls himself. Oh my God. Yes. So I understand exactly what you're saying. And I'm, I, you know, if I had a son, I would be doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. So, but however, I have a daughter and you know, for her to watch, the glittery and the the the, the mm-hmm. foo-fooness and mm-hmm. the, the all that stuff is fine. Uh, she's not into a whole bunch of, I guess, what you would consider, you know, boy stuff. Right. Like, uh, she she does play with toys, you know, cars and stuff like that. But now she's on to like fighting. I don't know what they be doing at her in the daycare. Right. And where she's picking up on some of this other stuff. But she was like, "Dad, let's fight." No, wait a minute. Why why we got to fight? Right. Where, where you get this from? And then she doing all this karate ninja type stuff. Like, yeah! Oh, I definitely don't know where you got that from. We ain't watching no karate movies right. t- together. Anyway. Uh, but, you know, that's for a later time. You know, right, I, don't, yeah. I don't want her to do that now because I want her to enjoy her youth, her being a little girl, her playing with her friends, doing everything that she wants to do. And, not, and even people who raise their children a certain way mm-hmm. who you know that they're raising them a certain way I, you don't want them to influence i guess you could say your you know your children mm-hmm. but when they're in the environment of a daycare or a school and you have no control right, over right. what's going on what can you do i don't know man i got a homeboy whose son uh he hit us up and was like man he's like i had to have a talk with my son Cause a boy got on the bus in a dress. What? How, what grade? And was went this? to school. Uh, could have been no more than like second, third. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's way too young. You want to tell me that this kid identifies and is comfortable in dresses? Okay, that's what you want to say. My response is, he has no idea. You know what I mean? His mind has not formulated in order to be able to choose those type of things and make those decisions, those grown-up decisions for himself. I, I agree with that. I think that's a... I, I think, think very that he's early mimicking a something thing. that he's seen. Absolutely. And that's what he's wanting to do. Absolutely. Yes. I, I get, like, kids don't know. 
You know what I mean? So, like, if a, if a boy goes and picks up a doll and he starts, like, playing with it, what's the difference between that doll and an action figure? However, I think if you feed into that, then it starts to become a problem. Right. You know what I mean? I remember one time I was watching TV and there was some little boy, and he was a black kid, and he was all about princesses. And he dressed up as princesses, and mama dressed him up as princesses, and he wore dresses, and I think he made it to the Ellen show, and all this other type of stuff. And I was like, why are we encouraging this little boy to be a princess? Right. You know what I mean? You ain't want to steer him to be a prince? You know what I'm saying? Like, gender fluid, fluid, and all that type of stuff, you know what I mean, where you feel like you're trapped in the wrong body or whatever, let that come later. Like, there's no way possible you can tell me a five-year-old believes that they're in the wrong body. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way you can convince me of that. What you can convince me of, however, is that you push your morals and your agendas and and the fact that you're so open into that kid that now you just confuse the hell out of them. That's where kids get everything. Yeah. It's it's from their adult, I guess, um, inner space. Right. Um, That's exactly where, I mean... Like we we all know that you put you know a diverse group of kids in a, a room with nothing but toys, they're gonna sit there and play with each other. Yeah. But you let their parents who may feel some type of way about them playing with another race, right? It's gonna be that parent that's gonna be coming into that room, pulling their kid out of that room, 100%. out of that environment, and now you have an upset kid and they don't understand why they can't go play with their friends right. that they just made. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's definitely the parent. It's the same thing with church. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or or religion. Yeah. Every kid is the same religion as their parents up until a certain point. Yeah. Before until you can choose for yourself. So if that's the case, then why wouldn't you think gender would be in the same manner? You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't get it, man. I, I, it just kinda it, it that's this is the irritation of of mine. Um all the softness. You know what I mean? And it's funny because Bill Burr, that's what he kind of really talks about. He talks about these men that are overly uh, feminist uh-huh. or, you know, they, they support feminist groups. And he's like, oh, I'm always a, I've always been a feminist. And he's like, no, you haven't. <laughs> he's like, you're not feminist. You could, he was like, that's like me saying I'm a Black Panther now. <laughs> Bill Burr's white people. Uh, <laughs> he was like, that's like me saying I'm a Black Panther now. He was, like, I can, he was like, I can say it, but at the end of the day, I can never live what they live. Right. You know what I mean? He was like. I get to take it off at the end of the day. It's like a costume to me. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. So he was like, same thing with feminists. If you a man, you can say you're a feminist, but you can never know what a woman goes through. Right. You know? So, <laughs> like, I don't I don't get it. He also says it's a pretty bad excuse to try to pick up chicks. You know what I mean? It's to to say sad. that you're a feminist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, guys would take the most extreme measures to try to pick up women. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll do it all, unfortunately. Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't, though. Yeah. But I won't get too much into his, because I know you hadn't seen it. Yeah, his. I ain't seen it. I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm going to check it out tonight, though. But that quick, all... Quick, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Did you listen to the Ace Hood? I did. Okay. I'm just wanting to see, because, you know, last time we talked about, you know what I'm saying? It was okay. Like three episodes ago. Yeah, it was all right. I just saw that, you know what I'm saying? It was cool. It was okay. I didn't say it was earth shattering. I, I never would have picked it out. <laughs> like, I yeah. never would have been like... <laughs> It, it wouldn't have stopped me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it could have been played somewhere at some point in my life. And I'd be like, who is this rapping right now? Like, I it never, like, I'd just be like, all right, whatever. All right. All right. Uh, Sorry about that segue. Nah, you good. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I was just going going to Dave Chappelle. Bill Burr got me thinking about hyper-masculinity. 
right? Which I think people interpret as toxic masculinity. Um, I, I, I myself am hyper masculine. Like I'm uber. Like I grew up hyper masculine versus toxic, toxic masculinity. Okay. Right. Okay. So I grew up in the '80s, '90s. You know what I'm saying? With Van Damme, Seagal, uh, Schwarzenegger. Uh, all these people, action stars, uh, yeah, uppercutting the heads off, folks. You know what I'm saying? Like blood, guts, yeah. and all that, adrenaline. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The men stuff. <laughs> you know. So that, I mean, Tim Allen. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Home I was just thinking. Yeah, but he's little grunting. Yeah, that's exactly what Hyper I thought. Masculine. <laughs> he wants to be around cars all day or tools, and yep. you know what I mean. Tool time, like he's hyper masculine. Uh-huh. It's not a problem. You know what I mean? Because never once did he deny his wife to pursue any dream that she wanted to uh-huh. pursue. I am a supporter of women and equal rights. And as long as, you know what I mean? Like I said, if you want to get equal pay for the equal job, that's fine. Caveat, if the job is not equal, just because, you know what I mean? Like if you're not doing the equal work for that job, mm-hmm. then I don't think you should get equal pay. I'm just going to throw that out there. Say that for again. For instance. If you if you're not if you're doing this if you're employed by the same person right, right but right. you're not doing the, the same amount same of work right right then you shouldn't get the same amount of pay okay. like let's say for yeah, instance no, I get that. if it's something that has to deal with lifting yeah no I get I, I'm hey it don't even have to be a woman you could be a man oh yeah absolutely you could be my coworker right and if I'm working more than you I should get paid more than you right but if you're doing more than I am then I wouldn't be mad if I found right. out that you was making more than me exactly. Like if I'm out here lifting all these boxes and you, you know, I lift 10 boxes an hour and you lift five, we should not get the same amount of money. Unless you got to, you know what I'm saying? You get hurt. Like, you know what I'm saying? We both healthy and we getting both getting paid the same amount of money. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden I get hurt, but you still healthy. And now I can't lift as much as you do. I'm still getting paid the same amount as you do. But now you mad at me. Workman cop. Yeah. No, nah, that makes sense. Uh huh. That makes sense. Or I can't even be mad, be mad like if a promotion was to be, you know what I'm saying, was brought up and you got the job. I couldn't be mad because I can't do the work no more. Right. But I bet you that I would be mad. No. Why, why did you get the job over me? I've been here longer than you. <laughs> but I'm hurt. I can barely work. I, I don't even want to work. <laughs> you don't even want to work. But I'm mad. <laughs> but. But. Hyper yeah. masculinity. Yeah. Hyper masculinity. So. Yeah, so toxic masculinity would be somebody that Harvey Weinstein is a toxic masculinity. You know what I mean? Uh, uses his power for evil. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you're trying to flex on people and, and have them come to your room for or a hotel room for meetings and mm-hmm. using your power to sexually advance the situation or what have you. You know what I mean? Like, all that's toxic. Right. Drinking toxic you yeah. know what i mean like as far as the man just comes home drinks you know two six packs and you know that's toxic right he beats his wife toxic right you know he yells at his kids toxic right it didn't have to be all that right you but you can still be a very masculine man without doing that stuff you can still you know hit the gym uh um work on cars you right. know change know how to change the tire watch the movies Watch the movies. Play, play the, you know what I'm saying, the sports and the activities that you like to play. Exactly. You know what, you know what I mean? You playing basketball, football. Right, right. You wrestling with your kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, all that's, you know, you, you're not, you're eating steaks. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're being a man. 
right. in the classic sense of what a man was. You know, what's funny is uh, I heard this a while ago, and they because the somebody was saying one of the downfalls of society and was that the men used to be set up like say for instance in farm farm farmer days you know what i mean like before the industrial revolution really kicked off and everybody moved north for plants right uh power plants that is uh or you know car plants and all, yeah factories mm-hmm. so men were out in the fields nine times out of ten if the kid was not in school he was in the field. He was in the field with the father. Yep. Not in the house with the mother. Mm-hmm. So once the father then started leaving the household to go work, then it was a gap from kids knowing like where that guidance and structure was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the mother had to take that on. Unless the child was old enough to fall into the father's footsteps right. while he Correct. was gone. Yes, yes, absolutely. Correct. Um, so then the mother had to take over. She had to fill that role. Mm-hmm. And the kid was following her around. However, at some point, World War II, when men were at war, women had to go into the industry. Right. And then once men came back, they didn't want to leave the industry. Right. Which, hey, equal rights. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. However, now, who's at home with the kids? Grandma. Grandparents. But who's disciplined? No, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) You know what I mean? No, I get what you're saying. I'm saying, you know, not to just fill in the, the, the gap of what you were just talking about, but I can see what you where you was going with. Yeah. It. You know, um, nobody being at home. And then whenever your parents do come home, they're so tired from a long day's work. Right. They don't interact with the child the way right. that they used to interact or even interact anymore. Right. Because the way they used to interact was have them at work with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, if I'm if I'm if I'm the father. Right. And. I'm working the fields. My son's out there. We're interacting all day. Mm-hmm. Life lessons, teaching, maybe play around a little bit, but we're getting our work done. So then when we're done for the day and I come back in, he's tired. I'm tired. You know what I mean? And it's time to go to eat and go to sleep. Yeah. However, now we get home as men or as women, you know, we get home from our jobs and our kids have not worked. They've been to school, but I mean, you sit 90% of the school day. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They they mentally tired, but not physically tired. Right. So as soon as you come through the door, they want to play. They want to go. Right. They especially yeah. if they're younger. They got all this energy, and you're like, I'm tired. Right. You know what I mean? But you didn't. So now you're missing interaction with your kid because you're too tired to interact with them. But then they miss interaction with you because they didn't get to go to work with you. Right. And then they grow up thinking like, Hey, my my parents, my mom, my dad didn't play with right. me like the way that I thought that they should have been Correct. playing with me. And, but they, I guess, in a in a way, when you grow up as a as an adult and you look back over your life and you you can feel that type of way towards your uh, mother or father or both. Mm. But then you and also as you mature more, then you understand why things were the way that they you were. You should. You should. Yeah. Because 100%. because they were working to put food on the table, right. roof over your head, clothes I on your back. I 100% like understand. Absolutely. But you don't understand that until you are like well into your adulthood maturing. My 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 personal opinion of that. I was in my early 20s. Again, you was an adult. So while you were at adolescent into a teenager, right. into a young adult, even before your you know, early 20s, late teens, mm-hmm. you still would not have comprehended maybe a little bit, but not the whole full picture. Nah. That's nah, all, that's, that's all. all. Yeah, 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 nah. That's all I'm saying. But I would definitely say 
uh, going back to your point of, you know, nobody being home or even whenever you do get home that you're tired, it is so important for you to muster up whatever energy that you can get and play with your kids, interact with your kids, no matter how tired that you are, because that time is definitely going to be um, registering with that child, whether you know it or not. I believe that. I, I mean, that's what I personally believe. So I think that, you know, even if I, I, I don't, I have a, a, a fairly, you know what I'm saying, flexible job. Mm. I, I'm not doing a lot of manual labor, um, but I, I can at, at certain points in the, in the, in my, in the year, I say. Right. Uh, I do a lot of more uh, mental work, which is, you know, you can get mentally drained and you can get physically drained no matter which part of it it is. I, I, that's why I think that it's important for you to just, you know what I'm saying, go home, whether you have one child, two child, th- or multiple children, for you to just interact with your kids and do, you know, be there for them because when they grow up, you don't want them to harbor any ill wills towards you because of you doing what you were supposed to do or what you thought you were supposed to be doing as a, a, a man or woman, a provider, which was provide for your family. Right. You know? But that's, yeah. that's what we're trying to do is provide for our families, but we shouldn't be out here killing ourselves to even try to do it. Right. We shouldn't be work a workaholic right. about it. Right. Yeah. You definitely shouldn't be that. Nice. But I, I understand circumstances and that some people are because of circumstances. Right. Because yeah. they're just trying to make ends meet. Correct. They, they exactly. got to take on more than what the normal person would have right. to take exactly. on to make ends meet. Exactly. Yeah, man. Hypermasculinity. Toxic masculinity. Yeah. Actually, what I just said can go either way, honestly. It, no, I mean, yeah, it, it could. It depends on the extreme that you take it to. Right, right, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you come home and you're yelling at everybody because you're tired and you want everybody to shut up, and, uh-huh. you know, all that type of stuff, then, yeah, it definitely can be, that's definitely toxic, right. you know, more than just being masculine. Mm-hmm. You just being toxic at that point, or 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 just brushing them off. You don't even have to say nothing. Just say no. I'm I'm tired. I don't feel like doing this, that, and the other. And you're not yelling, yeah. but you do that every day for six months. Yeah, that that's toxic. I do it sometimes. Yeah, just because I don't want to play with the stuff that he want to play. With. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I don't want to play with him. I'm waiting for that time where he can get on the sticks with me. You know what I mean? Uh, get on the video. Games. Are you being selfish? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, he don't ever he don't have identified rules of what he's doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we be playing one point, and then next thing you know, a hawk, incredible hawk can fly. Uh-huh. Like he can't fly. You know, he's just bringing on new rules. <laughs> hey, in his mind, he can do anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what else has been going on, man? Uh, I mean, I voted today. Uh, good, good. Yeah, Everybody in Nashville voted. should have voted for the next yeah. mayor of Nashville, right, Tennessee. Right. Um. Um. I couldn't vote. I'm. I'm not in your city. Right. Right. But uh, I didn't want to be 100 percent honest. I'm a. I'm. I understand. I hate the voting process. Mm-hmm. I hate everything about voting. However, I do exercise my right to vote because I am. I don't believe it's about me. Right. You know what I mean. I think it's bigger than me. I don't think my vote matters. However, I still get out and exercise my right to vote because of those that came before me and how hard they fought for, to give me the right to vote. Absolutely. So I I would be doing them a disservice 
by not getting out and exercising that right. So I did get out and, and, and did it, even though I don't believe in the process. I appreciate you acting upon your civic duty. Yeah. Uh, I wish more people would actually take that same mindset, no matter if they agree with it or not. Right. You know, people died for you to exactly. be able to do this. That's how, and you know what? I, we went and it, it wasn't many people at the polls, but I did see uh, a couple, about three older black couples come uh-huh. through. And I was like, hell, they probably fought. You know what I mean? You know? <laughs> like, yeah, at that age, they was uh-huh. on the front lines. You right. know what I mean? They was out marching. And you Navy, never know. You never you know. You know what I mean? And you could see, I could see them looking at me and my wife. You know, cause you know we mid thirties. Mm-hmm. You know, and they looking at us like you know head nodding. Like I'm glad y'all came out. You know, so right. that part well, did make, Yeah, that made me feel good. Like uh-huh. you know, I'm glad y'all came out. Um, so yeah, I got out. I voted. I did it. Uh, I don't. I didn't really follow the, the campaign or the runoff or whatever it was that well, extra it, that we did. It was a runoff between two people. You're right. But, um. Yeah, I mean, that segue into the next 2020 election process. So uh, we have a bunch of debates coming up and uh, on both left and right side of the aisle. Uh, it's going to be uh, every election is an important election. Uh, but I, I personally believe that the election, if you want to vote, if you want to make a difference for sure, even if you don't believe in the process, the one that you actually should go out and vote for are your local elections. Rather yeah. Than, rather than... Right. Because you do affect that on... On a local level. On a local Absolutely. level. A lot more than on a grand scale. Uh-huh. And, if, and if you never voted for a president and you said, I don't believe in the election process, but I vote every time on a, a local election for city council or for your mayor or school board, because those, those are the people that are affecting your everyday life, whether you know it or not. Mm-hmm. Every time you go outside and you see some construction in your neighborhood or you see a new uh, school or a new um, restaurant or a uh, strip mall or something, those decisions are being made on a yeah. local level, not yeah. by the president or the governor. And they're all on the ballot. You know what I mean? They're pretty much on the same ballot together. Right. So, yeah. I mean, you're already there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Might as well, yeah. right? Um, so, predictions. I mean, since we're talking about the presidential election, Okay. Um, one, of course, Trump is going unopposed because he's sitting president. It would but, be but weird. Do think, but do you think that he should go unopposed? It would be they. I mean, it's just something that we always done. No, <clears throat> no person of that party has ran against the president. You know what I mean? Not that I know of. So that would be weird. You not think? I don't think that it would be weird. No, I think it would be weird. No, I think that there, that, there needs to be some healthy. That says your party don't even have faith in you. Well, and if that's the case, then they should have band together to impeach you. Like, uh, why did you wait so long to an election to try to put put somebody else forward that you think has a is has a better chance of, or ha, is better at being president or however for whatever think, reason? I mean, I mean, I think anything is possible. Anything is possible, and I don't think there's any law against uh, somebody from that same party running against a sitting president. Uh, but he's going unopposed as as of right now. Okay. Um, but on the Democratic side, do you have any front runners that you're looking at that you you think might take it? Honestly, I don't. That's I, the problem. I, I don't. I know it is a problem, I, but I think that's that why. But I think that it's still enough time for me to gather my opinion. On who I would actually, you know, consider digging more deeper into. I think 
The problem is that the Democratic Party has allowed 20 Actually, it's not. It's, 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 it was 20. They narrowed it down. I mean, 10? 10. So you got 10 people. And that's probably going to last, let's say, by the time we get to the Democratic nomination, which is a voting process, right? Right. Let's say we have six. Let's say four drop. That's still six people to divide. And people are fanatics now. You know what I mean? Like, they ride or die for who they believe in. We saw that the last go-round with, uh, um, what's the old dude name? Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? His people didn't come out and support Hillary. No. Because they still wanted Bernie to be in that position. Yeah. So, these type of problems would divide a party and then allow for someone like Trump to be able to take it. I think he's going to take it again. I would not disagree with you that he was that he would take it. I think it is. It's, I'm looking online right now, and it's, it's still got 20 people names on here. Um, and they got it ranked one through 20 for, um, I guess, the, who's in the, the lead, I guess. Yeah, you in say, the polls. The primary yeah. lead. Mm-hmm. So I think that the next debate actually is broken down to 10. Right. I think that's two Two groups of 10. No, 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 no. Are they just doing top 10 top for 10. the next yeah. debate? I think there's top 10. I think that's what it was. Um, but will he win it? I, I really want to say I hope not. But can he win it? I think he absolutely can. I don't think he's done. I I hate to say this, but I don't think he's done nothing bad enough to make people not vote for him. No, I think that he, what he does is so doggone it. It's, he's a marketing right yeah. businessman. He's a genius on that part. So he, what he does is he'll do something good, and then he'll do something bad. He may do another thing that's bad, but then he'll follow it up with something good. And he also knows where the base is. Forget major cities, mm-hmm. right? All major cities are democratic. They're all liberal. You know what I mean? It's the rural. It's the rural areas, areas, and he's killing there. Yeah, and you know, you know, with us being in 2019, you would be. I am so surprised how much rural area we still have in the United States. Because everybody clumps together in these major cities. Yes. Here's what we need to do, people. Everybody fan out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You want to you make change? If you really want to affect change? Fan out. Fan out. Yeah, absolutely. Because what it's going to have to do is that once people start spreading out again, it's going to make the uh, your local level offices yep. redraw lines, yep. districts, because now... What was once separated is now diluted. I once watched a documentary on Netflix called Wild Wild Country. Uh-huh. And it's about this, uh, they called him a cult. All right. So it's about this cult called the Ratnishis that believed in free love and they were kind of hippie-ish, but kind of extreme at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they built a commune out in Colorado. Okay. Wait, where's Nike. Oregon. Oregon. It was out in Oregon. Uh, and then, uh, so they built a commune outside of the city limits. They applied for a township, got denied because the uh, the the town next to them didn't want them there. So what did they do? They went and bought land in that town and started putting people in that town to where they had the majority and voted out their whole council. Wow. And then they overtook that town 
and had their commune and and brought their commune into that town so they had all that land and then they they ended up with their own police department their own government essentially um that's smart dude the only way that they 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 tried to get too big because they were trying to do some stuff and then the of course the, the state government had to get involved uh-huh. um and then they they went for some assassination attempts and oh, that's crazy it started going crazy like it's the craziest it story rogue. it's the craziest story i've never heard of like i was so shocked that every like it just kept one up in itself like it really needs to be a, a movie like it's it's a documentary but it needs to be a feature that's um, actually a smart idea honestly but you the problem with us and i say us as people you know people of these united states mm-hmm. uh we will not get together to do anything like that yep but that's what happened and they affected change yeah because they 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 saw a problem and they saw how to fix the problem that is a fan sm- out that is a smart way to <laughs> yeah that is a smart way to do to handle it just go ahead and just buy land in the city yep or the town that you want to and become a registered affect voter. change in and then just get enough people in your city in your town yeah yeah that's, that was smart but I mean, I guess that another way to actually go about doing that is to actually, if you're a politician or if you want to run for any type of particular office, mm-hmm. is to go out and start Campaigning. organizing. Yeah, organizing people. Yeah, uh, you have a a specific agenda or a, a platform, and you just go out and talk to people to make sure that they're on the same page as you. Yeah, you you can't be afraid of people that's not in your base. You know what I mean? I think that's what's wrong with a lot of our politicians is that they cater so much to their base that they miss out on everybody else. Mm-hmm. And then all they do is focus on their base and the swing states. However, that's not what's killing you. What's killing you is the fact that you have, let's take Tennessee, for instance, right? Metro Nashville, Davidson County, mm-hmm. Memphis, whatever mm-hmm. county that is, mm-hmm. Chattanooga, all are, for the most part, Democratic. I don't know about Chattanooga. I just threw them in there because they're kind of a bigger city. Knoxville, too. I think they're Democratic. Yeah, I think that, you know, like you said, Knoxville, Chattanooga, Nashville, and Memphis are the biggest cities that are in Tennessee. Right. So you like, oh, man, everything's going good. I, I think we're going to be blue this time. Yeah, but you have to realize how big Tennessee is and how man. much space is between each one of those cities. Ain't nobody going out to my eagle to talk to them people. You know what I mean? Or Johnson Jasper. City. <laughs> yeah. Lynchburg. You know what I mean? These are the places where these people should be at campaigning. You know what I mean? You know, by this point, you should know your base will vote for you. Should. Yeah. For the most part. As long as you ain't talking no craziness, and as long as you ain't you don't come across arrogant, Hillary, uh, your base should vote for you. You know what I mean? I mean, do a couple rallies here and there for your base in major cities, but you, like, as soon as you leave there, the next day you should be in one of the smaller cities, right. and then another small city, and then another small city. You should be spending a whole week to possibly two weeks in one state, yeah, campaigning, yeah, instead of flying from from Nashville to Chicago, from Chicago to Denver to what are you doing? Who are you? Who are you trying to get? Money. Now you in Detroit? Money that you you're, you're getting money. Talking about uh, you in Detroit talking about the blue class workers. Yes, Detroit are blue class workers, but how, it's so many more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's a small per- percentage versus the whole United States. Yeah, but that's where you want to hold your blue collar rally at. Is Detroit every year? Every year, that's what they do. 
I remember, I can't remember who it was now. I was going to say that there are some people that actually come and visit the uh, manufacturing plants. I'm not going to say just car um, automotive manufacturing plants, but just manufacturing plants because Mm -hmm. they are trying to get that blue collar working force to vote for them. Mm -hmm. And I think that the the downfall of uh, the blue collar um, group, I would say, is that they... We they fall into the trap of hearing this big speech. Right. Hey, when I get into this office, I will do this for you because you are the backbone of this country. Right. And then they get in the office and they don't do squat. Right. And then the next, and then you know, the next time around they'll come back and say the exact same thing. You fall for it again, and then you mad again. Mm-hmm. But it's a continuous cycle, and it always has been a continuous cycle. Right. For for decades. And I don't, I don't understand why we keep falling back into that cycle. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why Trump is in the presidency right now is because people were tired of falling into that cycle. No, I don't know. I don't know. I th- it goes on both sides. Now, I mean, he did the exact same thing. Exact same his thing. whole gimmick is he's the outsider. Uh-huh. He's not the politician. He's, he's, he's not the lobbyist. So that's what he was selling people is I'm going to come in, I'm going to change things because I'm not one of them. Right. You know what I mean? And some of the, I mean, everything that he's done, I don't agree with. But there are some things that I do agree with. At least he started to do something, with, specifically with, you know, um, tariffs on China. I would say, mm-hmm. although it hurts my career, yeah, I agree with his. Like we can't just thought keep process. giving him all this money. Yeah, I well, I agree with that. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Um, and then all of we you know we we buy all of our stuff is from China pretty much. Yeah. Say, oh, why not give them tariffs on stuff that they are exporting to our country, mm-hmm. or importing into our country? Uh, so he, majority of stuff, again, I disagree with. With more than majority of stuff that he does, I disagree with. But there's some stuff that I can get on board with. Right. Um, but it does hurt. It does hurt, honestly. That tariff stuff does hurt my my career. Yeah. Because I'm in the automotive industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there... Somebody told me today that we got some tools in China that is being held up because of this tariff situation. Um, we didn't. We just don't have budget to to pay them to get our tools out of there. I heard that uh, like the manufacturing of PlayStation was going to go down. You know, yeah. I was like, it's a Japanese item. Why I, is it being made in China? I was about to ask the same thing. <laughs> Honestly. So there was just a, a a typhoon, a tsunami, or something. I can't remember what it was um, that just happened in Japan last week. Okay. And uh, we had some plants that had to shut. That, there's some plants that had to be shut down over there because I mean, J- Japan is an island. <coughs> it's surrounded by water. So um, anytime it floods over there with tsunami or hurricane or anything, you know, they got to shut down stuff. And their whole uh, transit system is basically trains mm-hmm. right so they had to shut down and one of the places that had to shut down was sony and sony playstation so they their whole they building had to, to be shut down mm. and also they you know they couldn't get people to work to and from work right so uh when you brought up sony playstation being built over there in china i was trying to think of that same reason why are they being built in china when it's a <laughs> japanese company i don't know that's funny you talk about weather events, man. You know, we had Dorian since the last time we, we've talked. Yeah, Hurricane Dorian came in the Caribbean, hit the Bahamas real hard, 
came and hit the uh, the east coast of the United States pretty bad, but the Bahamas was the worst of it. Yeah. it had the worst of it. Yeah. So we feel for those people down there in the Bahamas. I actually know some people from the Bahamas. Some actually, uh, so there's a lot of charities and things that's going on trying to get some relief down there to those people. So if you're um, able to help out those guys down there in the Bahamas, please do so. Most definitely. I'm speaking to myself as well because I haven't done anything. No, nah, I haven't either. But I, but I need to, honestly. I thought we for a second there that we was going to get activated and, you know, help out with some of the relief. I'd, uh-huh. I'd volunteer for that easily. Uh-huh. You know, like I'd love to go down there and help those guys out. Um, we, we did it. We've done it in the past for Rita and Katrina. And, uh, of course, those are more based in the States. But uh, I think uh, Puerto Rico, we had we sent some people down to Puerto Rico. Um, so uh, hopefully we can get them some help. Um, if I get a chance to, to help them out, I will. Yeah. Um, hurricane seasons, man, it's crazy. I mean, hurricane season is always crazy. It just These hurricanes just come out of what seems nowhere. Right. And then it just always comes from the east coast of the United States. What's on the east coast of the United States as far as the, the next continent over? Africa. Africa. Is this a trick question? No, no, I didn't know, I I know if you set me up. I was like, who's no, so happening here? I was setting you up, man. I was, this, you know what is saying? this multiple choice? Off the, back, <laughs> off the backboard. I was trying to, you know what I'm saying? Trying to live it up. Yeah, I tried to. Nah, it so wasn't a trick question. It's a whole thing. Oh. It's an urban legend. Urban legend. Okay, that's a good way of saying it. It's an urban legend about uh, hurricanes is the fact that it is based on the the slaves and the captives uh, because essentially uh, coming from Africa because essentially the hurricane follows the African slave trade. trade. Mm -hmm. Um, It hits all those areas like the Bahamas, the east coast of the Mm -hmm. United States. Uh Um, Where where these slave ships ported at right correct um so I, I've, I've always found that quite interesting interesting absolutely and kind of quite true <laughs> like why not yes um I, oh my god just thinking about being on one of them ships man is terrible so I, I can understand their fury behind it i wouldn't even i can't even think about it but you know what I'm saying? When you think about being on one of those ships and being brought over here from Africa, then you think about, even though this was a fictional movie with the Black Panther and you hear Killmonger say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, bury me in the ocean with my ancestors. Yeah, because at least they knew that, you know what I'm saying, uh, dying was better than bondage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was some profound That's deep. stuff. That's deep. It is deep. You, it reminds me of uh, American uh, Gods, uh-huh. the first season. They they do like the history of Anansi, how he gets over to uh, the Caribbean yes. slash yep, the yep. United States, and uh, he's on a slave ship. And Anansi is a Caribbean god of I think mischief maybe. Uh-huh. Um, but essentially, he tells they're they're praying to him. Uh, the, the African slaves are praying praying to Anansi while they're on the boat. Anansi shows up and he tells them a story about the African American. And pretty much chronicles to how they're gonna be slaves, and then once they're not slaves, and they're still gonna be in bondage, uh-huh. and, you know, and you know, all the way up until modern times where you get shot down by a cop, you know, and uh, so he tells them to burn the ship down, and one of them's like, "But we're on this ship." Right. He was like, "You don't understand. You, you understand already the dead. Big picture, right? Yeah. Exactly. He's like, you're already dead." 
if you haven't seen that scene, you need to look it up because uh, Orlando Jones does a great job with this speech and all the speeches he does on the show. But like this one in particular, just is really good. So it was saying like 85% of most intense hurricanes affecting the U.S. and Canada start off as disturbances in the atmosphere over the Western African continent. Yeah. 85%. And it's the same way. Scientifically, they'll try to, you know what I'm saying, tell you that it's because of the dry heat coming off of the desert that meets the cool air of the ocean and that makes this, just like how rain clouds and storms happen, you know. Right. <clears throat> cool air hitting the hot air. I mean, cool air from the bottom touching the sun, skies, you know, the you know, rain clouds and stuff like that. It's, they're trying to make it seem like it's the same scientific premise. Right. With the hot air coming off the desert touching the cold, cool ocean water. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get this gust of wind that just takes off. Are these the same people that say we came from monkeys? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't, I don't see that in this article. But <laughs> it was a big bang out of nowhere and then we came from monkeys. Right. Yeah. But, you know, I've, I've always heard that same urban legend. I don't even want to call it an urban legend because I believed it to be true, honestly, myself. Yeah. Um, why do we keep continuously getting these hurricanes is because of the what has been done in previous in, in our past. Right. And present. And present. Exactly. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? We don't get away from things that we do. There's always consequences for stuff. Lost tribe. Yeah. Which is another thing they say in Black Panther. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, that's what we are. We're the, the, lost, the lost tribe, tribe. of Africa. From Af- yep. 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 Because we were stolen. We have no identity. Still can't do... Uh, most of these genetic tests that everybody's just raving about. Oh, I, I come from Ireland or I come from, man, we don't know. It's Africa. You come from somewhere in Africa. We have no idea. We just know. I could have told you that, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I can look at myself in the mirror and tell you that much. You know what I mean? Like, lost tribe, man. It's terrible not to have a sense of, like, where you come from exactly. You know what I mean? Africa's a continent. They're not even giving us countries. They're giving us the whole continent. Yeah. If you're lucky, you may get west, west coast of uh, of Africa or east coast of Africa, or something like not that. Not Most of it is from the west coast, like the right where the the, the Europeans came. Right. Just just right there. Because they, they ain't go far. They didn't go in. <laughs> no, no, they wasn't going inboard. <laughs> not that much. No, nah, but I mean, the, but the people who did go inboard were coming down from like um, Asia. Uh, Rome, Italy area. Yeah. That, you know, they that's because they, they didn't go that far in either. Nah. Everybody just touched pretty much what they bordered. Exactly. And just pulled from there. Exactly. Yeah. I would love to know, like, um, what happened back in the day when the Sphinx and everything, these pyramids and everything was being built. Mm-hmm. I know that there's stories and there's things of that nature of, like, how life could have been back then. Right. But I would actually like to know. Man, you know what? It, at work, it seems like it's always on a history channel. I think it's the history channel discovery, maybe, but they always talking about aliens. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't think so. I don't think aliens came and made the pyramids and did all this stuff. Stone Just because hinged. everything is so perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they can't, they can't figure out like, how, how, how is it possible that they human that beings could make this without any modern day tools? Look at what we have now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people are going to find a way. Even take it to the medieval times. There's some buildings that are still up that look gorgeous. Right. You know what I mean? So yep. if they can make them, but they don't want to say that black people made them. 
That's that's what they trying to get at. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, well, we don't know where these came from. Black folks, you know where they came from. <laughs> you know what I mean? We don't know why the nose is missing, but the rumor is Napoleon shot it off because he it was too wide. Right. I believe that. Yep. If you look at uh some of these reenactments or 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 they find these bones and skeletons of people and then they re-render what the person may have looked like. Oh uh, yeah. A lot of them got some wide noses. Yeah. If you look at the the, the hier- hieroglyphics or cave drawings that's been found over time, a lot of them have wide noses. I don't know too many white folks with wide nostrils. You know what I mean? Like that's a black trait. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Urban legends. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one to talk about. <laughs> that was a good one to talk about. I mean, I, that, that's just a good one. I can't I can't say anything else other than say that was a good one. We are the original people. <laughs> you can get mad if you want to. That's what it is. You know what I mean? Our life stems from Africa. Uh, so what you been up to? Man, just work. Trying to get, you know what I'm saying, from to one level to the next level. I hear that. That's pretty much about it, really. Watching these uh, Netflix specials, watching TV, playing with my daughter, you know, uh, maintaining. Yeah. You been any? You and the wife been out any? Any concerts or anything? Nah. Actually, we haven't been out to no concert. We did go to Bob's Steakhouse uh, just just randomly. Nah. With nothing special. It's in the Omni Hotel. Okay. Um, I said I would I would um, recommend that place for you. I mean, if it's in the Omni, I'm sure it's pretty nice. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, it ain't cheap, but it's, I'm it's sure it isn't. It was good. It was definitely good. Okay. So I definitely uh, recommend that place for you. All right. Um, you been to a concert? Yeah, man. Uh, went and saw Chris Brown. Man, something always going on in Nashville. Chris Breezy. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Good lineup. You know what? On paper. Because I heard when the lineup came out, there was like, ah, oh, yeah, Chris Brown, Yellow Beezy, uh, Jordan Lucas. I uh, didn't even hear that lineup. Um, All I heard was Chris Tory Lanez, Ty Dolla Signs, okay. right? So I was like, eh. It's five artists. I'm like, eh, okay. But I do want to see Chris. I want to take my wife to see Chris because I once Prince died, I was like, yo, I never got to see Prince. Uh-huh. I never got to see Michael Jackson. I haven't seen Janet. You know what I mean? Like some of these great legendary performers. I was like, I don't want to miss opportunities when they come around. Right. Especially for the bigger, more yeah, iconic yeah. Um, and performers. Yeah. So I was like, I got to see Chris Brown. Uh-huh. Um, I felt the same way about Drake, even though some of y'all may not think. I'm kicking myself so hard because I miss Travis Scott when he came, I just I don't know what I was doing, but Man, I didn't. I didn't want to see him. Now I heard he has he's one of the greatest performers you'll ever see. Really, uh, his energy is, which I gotta watch his documentary. He got a documentary on Netflix. Okay, um, but yeah, actually, I heard he does. His, his energy is crazy. Uh, and then uh, Justin Timberlake, which I know you saw. Ah oh, man, that um, was one of the best concerts I've ever seen. Yeah, I missed that one. Uh, I don't know what I was doing. I slept on that one. You know, uh, I think by the time I looked for tickets, they were sold out. Um, so this time, I got an email from Bridgestone or Live Nation or somebody. I think it was Bridgestone, and they had like the the, the pre-sale tickets. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Jumped on it. Got it. Uh, concert was off the hook. Okay. Uh, we missed uh, Yellow Beezy, but I've seen him before in a previous concert. What concert? Um, it was uh, 
the NFL draft weekend. Ah, uh, yes, he did. He was yeah. here for the NFL draft weekend. NFL draft weekend. Yeah. Segway, remind me to talk about that when you get done with this concert. Okay. Uh, so that's not really a segue. That's uh, well, I mean, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Put a pin in this. What I'm about to say. <laughs> Come back to it. But uh, yeah. So we had we had good seats. We were like three rows off the floor. You know what I mean? Those great seats. Uh, and then uh. John Lucas, he did a lap around, so we got to see him pretty closely. And then, uh, what's the name? Ty Dollar Sign during his set, he came off stage, and before I knew it, he was walking past me up the stairs. You oh, know he, came, I mean? he came into the yeah, stands. he came into the stands, and then he he did a little, you know, he did part of his song up there with some people, and then he walked back down. I was like, I wasn't expecting that. No. You know, I was expecting him to just kind of walk around like uh, Joyner did. I think it's good for artists to actually interact with their fans. Oh, no, all of them did a good job uh-huh. of interacting with the fans. For the most, except for Chris, but his is so structured yeah. of a performance uh-huh. that like it doesn't leave room for it. You know what I mean? But in Tory Lanez, like I like his music, but now I'm a genuine fan of him just because of what he did on stage. Like his interaction with the fans, uh-huh. like, I don't think he ever came off the stage, but he talked to the fans and like he talked to the crowd the entire time. And you know, I thought that was pretty cool. Like his stage presence was killing it. And then Chris came out, and of course he's doing his crumping, dancing, flipping jujitsu, <laughs> like <laughs> his Tarzan. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> um, but yeah, man, he did a good job. Had some good background dancers with him. Did some. Uh, most of the stuff was off his new, his latest album. Uh, How far back did he go? He did. He did a segment where he he went back. He okay. went all the way back. I to, did. Yeah. So uh, I think he did run it. So I think I'm pretty right, sure that's like the first it, one. Yeah. So he, he went back, man. And I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good concert. Um there was an intermission. Yeah, um that's, that, that lets you know right there it's gonna be a long concert. Yeah. And it was an intermission on him. Like he came out, did some, then he took a break, and then he came back and finished up. But during the intermission, first of all, it was announced by Kevin Hart. Which is funny. Like you just had a dub over Kevin Hart, okay. like talking about how good the concert was, and you know, you told a couple jokes, and then like, all right, hurry up, go pee, whatever. And then they played some very good club music, right? During the intermission. During the intermission. Okay, gotcha. So the just fans to keep, the, just to keep the crowd hype. keep that level up, right? So the fans are up dancing. Cameramen are perverts, <laughs> like straight, like. They got the camera all on the girls' butts. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, my God. And mind you, okay, we three rows up. On the floor, I could directly see a kid. Couldn't have been no more than, like, three. Three? Why is he at the concert? She. She. Why is she at a concert? I have no idea. At a Chris Brown concert at that. And I'm not trying to judge. Maybe maybe the mom didn't have. Nah, I'm about to say something else. I'm not trying to judge the mom. Because she had a white t-shirt on and it had like marker written the name of the concert to her on the t-shirt. Okay. And then the little girl had something similar. So I was like, all right, this is homemade. So maybe she don't have the means to get a babysitter. I don't know. But maybe you should have sat your ass at home. Too. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the mom was young. Like once I finally saw her, because they, they ended up going to the bathroom or something and I could see her. I was like, she's clearly either early 20s or maybe a teenager herself. Um, but anyway, so that was weird because I don't, like, 
Chris Brown ain't put out a clean album in 20 years. Came in the 20 years. <laughs> it, his first one was probably the only one that was clean. Well, Definitely since he's gotten that altercation with Rihanna. <laughs> even before then. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, so why would you bring your kid to a concert? And then the rest of the artists definitely ain't doing no clean sets. No, absolutely not. Um, not. Not that lineup. Nah. So what are you doing? Anyway, so that was crazy. The thoughts in the crowd were crazy. Cause, and I do call them thoughts. Thoughts in the crowd. Because when you can look at the camera, like you see the cameras on you, and then you decide, I'm going to turn around in short skirt and start twerking. Mm-hmm. You are a thought. On purpose. Yeah. Uh-huh. So everybody in the arena can see you. Gotcha. What? Hey man, it's kids in here. <laughs> it's that new age. It's that new age, man. Man, well, actually, I wouldn't even say it's new. A age. lot of them knew better. A lot yeah. of them was old enough to know better. Absolutely, I think that I wouldn't say. Like I can say I wouldn't say that it's new age because it's, it's always been happening yeah. in Michael Jackson days and Prince. I'm pretty sure there was women at them concerts. Probably. I mean, the exact same thing. Artists used to get draw stone at them, so yeah. you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it's always been. Been thoughts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. They might have been groupies. called something else. Yeah. yeah. You want to term them as groupies. You, you're a thought. Um, the outfits, you know what I mean? Some of the women, ladies, look, hey, you do what you want with your body. However, um, some modesty can go a long way sometimes. You know what I mean? Like some of these outfits was a little too short, a little too crazy. Mm-hmm. I get it. You come to a concert, you're trying to impress, impress Chris Brown from the nosebleeds. Right. Like he but, was <laughs> maybe on Jumbo Tron. But, you know, you ain't got to do all that. You know, a nice simple dress would have been fine. You know what I mean? You ain't got to prop up the girls and then get mad because some, some dude looking at you or something. Uh, all up in the camera and all that type of craziness. Uh, oh, that's what I was going to say too about the concert. It shocked me to see I talked about soft. You talk about what? Soft. 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 Men. Men. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We going back to the. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Um. So, like Dave Chappelle, he made a joke about being in Atlanta, right? Because Atlanta's known for having soft, zesty, homosexual men mm-hmm. all throughout it and undercover. Gotcha. But I'm gonna talk about the soft, zesty <laughs> ones because that's what was at the concert. I don't know if they came from Atlanta or if Nashville is now that type of type of a place. What you mean that type of a place? Like there's a a, a lot of it was a lot of zesties in there. <laughs> you saying there's a lot of uh, homosexual men that's in the, the city of Nashville, like Atlanta? Yes. Are you saying that uh, Nashville is the next Atlanta? I hope not. Okay, so I was trying to figure out where you was going with that. No, nah, I'm saying they were there. Okay. I don't know if they they were imported mm-hmm. for the concert. Let's, let's say they were. Let's say they are. Okay. Um, would you do you think that we're going to that direction? Absolutely. Okay. I think because Nashville is becoming, if you just drive around with the gentrification, we're we're becoming this cross between, uh, probably I, I would say Denver, because Denver has a lot of hipsters, right? Mm-hmm. So we're becoming this cross between like hipsters and Atlanta. And it's just like converging. Well, you know, when we was in high school, they always said that Nashville was going to become the next Atlanta. Yeah, I heard that a lot, but I thought that was in size and scale. I, I did too. I did too. And honestly, we are still getting bigger. Yeah. Like, you know, a major. I mean, Nashville is a major city, but um, 
if if you go downtown to Nash, you know, to Broadway, mm-hmm. you know, that is ridiculous any day of the week, right. honestly. Yeah. Uh, but to have the what you saw Zesties <laughs> um everywhere, I don't I don't see that cuz I didn't go to that concert and it, when I do go out, I don't see that crowd, that that's crowd. Why, that's why I said maybe they were imported. Uh-huh. But yeah, it was definitely it was crazy out there. Okay. Like, Crazy as in they should have like they was being very flamboyant. Nah, yeah, they're very flamboyant. Like okay. fishnet shirts. Oh, uh, okay. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean it is tie dye hair. It, it's still summertime. It is hot outside. Hey man, this ain't the eighties. Hey, you know what <laughs> you I mean? know, let me wear fishnet shirts. Let me be free, man. What you you in crush groove? <laughs> <laughs> you in full force? <laughs> you never know. You got fingerless gloves on too. <laughs> hey, you know. I can't, I can't, I can't even come with a comeback on that. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, that that just kind of threw me for a second. Like, I and whatever, man. Like, if it is, it is. It's yeah. just I wasn't expecting it. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wasn't expecting to see that. But I mean, speaking on going back to Nashville, you know, Nashville is huge. I would say, and then like if if you're on Instagram. Look at uh, Broadway Uncensored. Oh, yeah. I got friends that send videos all the time. Man, you would... I mean, Nashville is so big that we got this Nashville Uncensored... You, not YouTube. Uh, Instagram page where they talk about... They don't even talk. They just show videos yeah. of random people. Drunk people. Drunk people on Broadway. Yeah. Um, and now they're talking about... Because last weekend, uh, it was a big incident that happened down yeah. on Broad Street. I, I mean, Broadway. Where somebody started ramming cars, mm-hmm. hit a cop too. Yeah, this this craziness, and I don't know what the whole incident was about and where it originated from. But they they're now talking about maybe possibly shutting down a section of Broadway. They've been talking about that for years. Anyway. Yeah, which I think would be a bad idea, also, because then now you're going to definitely uh, turn Broadway from what it is now into like a a Bourbon Street slash Beale Street. Type atmosphere, which draw, which brings in a totally different crowd. For one, it's gonna bring in more people. For two, it's gonna be, it's now gonna make the uh, the whole area because everybody's gonna be moving from the sidewalk mm-hmm. into the street, and, and then they'll probably legalize drinking on the street. Yes, yeah. which which is gonna cause a, a totally different problem. But if you block off that street, um, which I understand, we did it for the NFL draft, right? And we did a good job because, and the only reason why we did a good job is because we had extra police down there. But if you block off that street, right, and so traffic's not going, I think you'll be okay because I think it's more about the venues that you have in that area. Mm-hmm. And Nashville is so country oriented. Not to say that country folks don't do stupid stuff because they do, just like everybody else. That's the basis of Broadway Uncensored. Now, I know, but that's drunk people. It's not like it's. How many fights do you see on Broadway Uncensored versus yeah. just people falling? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's so it's a, like, falling. yeah, like, will we get like New Orleans type, you know, uh, Berman Street? Mm-hmm. Possibly. But I don't think we would get Bill Street, which is more fight fights breaking out. You well, know I, I've never seen a fight on. you never seen a fight Personally, on Bill Street? I can't remember seeing a, a fight out there. Um, but I understand what you're saying as far as that. What I was getting at was trash. Oh, yeah, I mean, they definitely have to hire a good department to clean yeah. that up every night. Yeah, yeah, so basically what they do for the 4th of July mm. or for like the NFL draft weekend yeah. like they just did, they would have to hire a, a nice... A full-time... Uh, uh, cleaning crew. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that once you do shut that down, it's going to invite 
more trash in on those streets. Yeah. But they're going to have to be cleaned up for the next business day right. for people to actually go down there and work. Yeah. That's that's what I was getting. At. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, I was also saying like because it was Nashville has been so big on any given day, it's always packed down there on a, a nice, especially a nice hot day. Yeah. I mean, um, with the, going back to the NFL draft, it was so many people here. My personal opinion is that one day we're going to get the Super Bowl. What do you think? We would have to buy build a new stadium. There's no way they're gonna have the Super Bowl in a Nissan Stadium. No, I'm not disagreeing with that. No, I'm just saying, like, I, I believe it's I believe, possible. I believe that they if would we demo the Nissan yeah, Stadium, if we invested in a new state, new mm-hmm. state of the art stadium, then absolutely, mm-hmm. I think Nashville is a good city to have the NFL draft. Absolutely, in. I do too. I, I do think too. Uh, the All Star, the Stanley Cup, or not Stanley Cup, but the hockey All Star game mm-hmm. is probably prime for here, mm-hmm. even at the Bridgestone. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure that's probably on the horizon pretty soon. Yeah, now um, we got soccer. We got soccer. We baseball. They're still talking about trying to get a baseball, a major league baseball team. Yeah. We got under, under we got uh, a triple A, yeah. like the sounds, Nashville yeah. sounds right now. But they're talking about bringing in the what, Baltimore Orioles, I think. Really? Yeah, I talking about possibly about buying one. them. That would be um, dope. That would actually be dope. So, uh, we then we also got arena football still. Yep. So we got you know, we got hockey, we got football, we got arena football, uh, we got foot um, major league football. <coughs> Excuse me. I guess the only thing that we don't have basketball. in the city is, is basketball. Yeah. But we do bring in the NCAA tournament. Tournament. Yep. Which is another great. I want to say money maker, but a, a good look for the city to bring all this stuff in. That's why I was talking about Nashville to be a prime location for a Super Bowl in the future. Mm-hmm. And I, I would agree with you on the stadium also. Yeah. But uh, I think that we would, I think Nashville will get there. Yeah, I think mean, so too. I don't know where in the world did all of a sudden the idea that somebody from Chicago or somebody from Arizona or, um, Maryland say, hey, let's go to Nashville, Tennessee and have fun. I don't know. I don't either. But like you said, like I said before, on any given day, you will find somebody downtown who is visiting. Yeah. From any place around the country. That's weird to think of because we, we've been here for so long and we've uh-huh. seen it small or smaller. I mean, it's always been a mid, mid-state or mid-city type, type feel. And I think that's what a lot of people like about it. It's not overly big. Like it's not like an Atlanta. It's mm-hmm. not like a Chicago. Uh-huh. But we are slowly getting there. So I wonder if if we do get too big, if we will drop off and people will go somewhere else. I don't think it will. You don't think so? I think I think that you know the way that Nashville is going, uh, it's it's definitely going up. So it's taking over. I don't want to say taking over. It's it's becoming to be one of the premier spots to go kick it. Like mm-hmm. a Las Vegas, like a Atlanta, mm-hmm. like a Chicago, or Miami. New York, or Miami. Yeah, so that Nashville is now being checked off of, off of your list, which is a good thing and a bad thing for the locals. Need to legalize weed. <laughs> <laughs> legalize weed. We own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 
That was a huge pause. It was. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't have nothing? You had to edit I that. nothing. <laughs> nah, we're going to let it ride. Okay. Y'all get it un- uncensored, raw. <laughs> no cuts. <laughs> no cut, no chase. But speaking of, I mean, have you seen anything on Instagram? Any any uh, any feedback or anything? No, actually, I have not. Nah. Nope. Um, unfortunately, I have not. So, I... Hopefully one day we'll get some some feedback. I know that we, you know, when I originally put some stuff out there on Instagram, uh, especially with the gentrification thing, we got some comments and basically agreeing with the gentrification that's going on at in Nashville, agreeing with what we were saying about basically saying that you know it's it's bad. Yeah. How you know it's, it's being taken away from the people who actually are down there. Right. And being moved out of their um, their cities or their 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 homes, I would say. Okay. But other than that, no. I mean, like the one I just posted on August the 28th, we got like, you know what I'm saying, a couple, 10 views. <laughs> but no comments. So. It's all good. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? We still new. Right. We still, you know what I'm saying, trying to get our feet wet, I'll say. We pumping out stuff. I'm trying to put some uh, some videos on um, YouTube. YouTube. Uh, I got two, We got two videos on YouTube right now. Same name, Brother Noomsi. We got some videos on the Instagram page, brother num- underscore numsi. Uh, we got the Spotify going. We got the the uh, the iTunes going. Yeah. I think we we trying to hit every platform. We on yeah, definitely for podcasts. We on pretty much everything. Uh huh. So yeah, I think we just you know what I'm saying. We just we slowly but surely gonna get it. Tell your friends, friends. So yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I think that once we start uh, getting more videos, I guess you say on these podcasts. Then maybe the the fan base would maybe grow a little bit more because you know people will always be looking for something new. Yeah, that's true. I'll be at work just just random. Yeah, just scroll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you something catches your fancy, you know what I'm saying? You'll click it. And then if it's something that's, that we're talking about that's good, they'll click on it again the next time. Right. Yep. I'm a sucker for fail videos. For who? Fail videos. Fail videos. Yeah, like people falling and stuff. Oh, okay. Getting okay. hit by cars, getting hurt, but not. Not injured, really. You know what I mean, so you skateboards. Ba- so <laughs> you watch. So you watch MTV Ridiculousness. Nah, but I've seen a couple of episodes. Man, but I'm not, it's nothing if faithful. You, if you into that, I know, right? You know, so you might as well get on that. I don't really care for Rob. Yeah, about Rob though. It's about the video. But like you got to deal with him, and you got to deal with Chanel West Coast weird laugh. What do you don't? What you what you got about Rob though? I mean, he's he's. A I mean, host. not much. I used to watch Rob and Big all the time. Uh-huh. Like it's not so much him. I don't know. He all right. But I definitely get tired of Chanel laughing at everything. She, like, well, I mean, it'd annoying. be funny. It do be funny, but she got an annoying laugh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you see it? I have not seen it. Nah, I ain't either. <laughs> like, I, ain't got nothing, <laughs> I ain't got much else after that. Nah. Nah, I mean, I haven't even seen the first one. Really? Mm-mm. It's I, good. I seen the original, but not none of these not two. A, the original is what gave me arachnophobia. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't care nothing about that clown. Uh, that's what that's what a lot of people got that that fear from. What clowns? The clowns. Yeah, yeah. It was I don't care about clowns though. Like I'm always being yeah, yeah. So we're coming up on Halloween, right? And uh, I'm say this uh, coming up on haunted house season. Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, I went to a haunted house. I was in high school, so this is years ago, right? I think I was a senior, and uh, it was me, my girlfriend at the time, my homeboy Dion. I want to say it was one one other person, but it was at least the three of us, right? So we uh 
we going through the haunted house. Everybody cool, little jumps here and there. And then you know, every haunted house seems like they have like a clown section. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. starts with like the little tunnel that's spinning, and then you might see a, a weird mirror, and then you're like, oh, okay. And next, you know, you're seeing polka dots. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So we get to like the polka dots. My homeboy Dion, we see no clowns. He turns to me and is like, D, I don't like clowns. <laughs> I was like, what you talking about, man? Dion, at this point, if I'm, I'm, I was real small then, so I was probably like 130. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Dion was probably like 160. Solid, though. You know what I mean? Like, he's a solid dude. Shorter than me, solid. He was like, I don't like clowns. I was like, nah, you got to be kidding me, man. Like, <laughs> you fine. So we go walking, and the clowns jump out. He freeze. <laughs> Freeze. Dion's 18 years old, freezing up because a clown just jumped out at him. Like he's like, get out of my face, man. I'm like clowns. <laughs> I'm dying left. I had to like, I had to like push Dion out of the out of the area. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He wouldn't move. Nah, he was he was hey. squared up like he was gonna fight, but he was like totally paralyzed. <laughs> hey man, you know, so everybody, you know, got a, a fear of something, I would say. Yeah. No. I mean, I froze up in the in the in the ocean. In the ocean. You did freeze up in the ocean. I ain't freeze up. Uh, I almost drowned for a half a second. Nah, you ain't drowning. Nah, you was floating. You just froze because your feet wasn't touching nothing. No. Water <laughs> shot up my nose. Oh, like, I was uh-huh. trying to figure out what I was going to do with this excess water in my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> but it did take a second for me to be like, all right, I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was more like a second. It was more like a, a minute or something. It was like a second. I was like, Drun, Drun. You called my name. Drun, like, you okay? Drun. Nah, that's all you heard. <laughs> what got me out of it, though, is I saw the uh, instructor swimming towards me. I was like, nah, I'm not going with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm all right. Man, get me over there with the life raft. <laughs> man up. Hyper masculinity kicked in. Like, it's time to man up. <laughs> uh, suppress all the yeast fears now. <laughs> I was going to say, when we were kids, and we was uh, we was doing a haunted hayride, uh, and then yeah. at the end, uh, it was like strobe lights, uh, a dude dressed up as Freddy Krueger. I was... Five, six, nah, at the he, most. It had to be more than no, that. I was in Cub Scouts, bro. You was in Boy Scouts, so I was five, six at the most. And we walking out towards the end. It's like this open field. Field is open. It's clearly open. Yeah, open like, field, like a go, farm. Almost. Yeah, you yeah. can go anywhere you want to. It's like a football field of just open land. And there's just like a strobe light and Freddy Krueger. Some dudes dressed up like Freddy Krueger, and Amelia freaked. Cause I hate, like I was terrified of Freddy Krueger as a kid, cause he can follow you in your dreams. dreams yeah. Like it's not fair. Like <laughs> anybody else, you like, ah, oh, that's just a movie, whatever. I'm never going to Elm, or I'm never going to uh, Crystal Lake, or I'm never going to wherever haunted Halloween is. You know what I mean? Or I'm not going to Texas right now. Mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger, you go to see the movie. You're like, all right, whatever, cool. You go to sleep that night and you imagine him in your dream. He's now a part of you. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's real at that point. So anyway, I see him. I'm like, I just freeze. Like, I don't say nothing. I just start crying. <laughs> like, I'm just frozen. Yet again, I'm five or six, man. Like, you got to give me some leeway. But then you had to be you had to be older. I was than that, five man. or six, dude. Be, I would give you like seven or eight, not five nah, or six. First of all, we moved to Tennessee when I was seven, turning eight. We wasn't in Tennessee when that happened. 
I know. Okay. That's why I'm trying to tell you I was five or six because I, when I was seven turning eight, we were in Tennessee. So you can mark out eight. Uh-huh. I doubt it was when we were seven because I think the last year we didn't even do Boy Scouts, Cub Scouts. So I'm telling you I was at least six, maybe five. And I'll, I'll give you six then. Okay. All right, let's go with six. Okay, man. but anyway, go ahead with your story. Nah, that's it. Like, uh-huh. I was just frozen. You had to come get me. Like, yeah. I wasn't moving until you came and got me. Yeah, I remember when I came and got you. Then you just started beating my chest like you, you know what I'm saying? Like I because was... I was mad at you because you made me go on the thing. <laughs> I didn't want to do it in the first place. I could hear you the, the passion into in your it. voice. Nah, because like, I remember that part. Like, I didn't even remember that part until you just said I was beating you in the chest and it dawned on me. Like, yeah, I remember that now because I remember telling you I don't want to do this. Nah, man, you'll be okay. No, I don't want to do this. Nah, you'll be all right, man. I got you. And then you go walking off. Here I am, Freddy Krueger. And he hones in on me because he sees me standing there looking like an idiot. So he comes straight for me. And his strobe, like, if you've been in any haunted house or anything with a strobe light, like, people move weird. Like, it's like they're they're yeah. skipping steps. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm like, man, this dude, like, it looks mad. Like, it all looks real to me. Like, it looks like the movie. Yeah, like, like he's moving closer and closer. Yeah, and like, strobe. Dude, crazy. That, that was funny. I seen uh, <laughs> one of my, my homeboy, uh, Zach, we was going to some haunted house. He was like, man, I don't get scared. I don't never get scared. And as soon as, I mean, I don't even think we was in there good. And like some dude just like came out to talk to us and he jumped. <laughs> I was like, yo, what's up? And then my other, another haunted house, that slaughterhouse when it was downtown, uh, my homeboy, uh, Devon. It was me, Zach, again, Devon, and uh, we had a girl with us, um, Dorinda. We were walking through, opening, and, like, we just got done from the orientation that, you know, somebody always give you, like, don't touch the people, whatever. Stay on the path. And, uh, like, just a a window opened, <laughs> and, like, Devon froze in place, but his body kept moving, <laughs> so he fell. <laughs> It was the funniest thing ever, man. And then they had, it was right after the Rob Zombie Halloween came out. So they had this ultra tall uh, Michael Myers in there. Uh-huh. And uh, it was this pitch black room you go into and the door shut behind you. And then like, you don't see nothing. So you just like trying to feel your way around. Now I sudden the light cut on and that dude is right behind you. I don't know how he can see in that dark room. I don't know if he's just acclimated or what. So then the lights go off and you make your way towards the door because you can see the door uh-huh. to get out, you know, while the lights is on for that split second. But the lights go back out. So you yet again, you're moving in the dark and then the lights come back home and he behind you again. Like he has made his way to the <laughs> other side. You like, I got to get out this room. Like this dude is for real. I don't know if he had a twin, if it was two of them or what. <laughs> like, it, was it was probably crazy. two different people with the mask on. The same height? Yeah. Like, that was a tall dude, man. I wasn't scared, but I wanted to get out that room. You know what I mean? Sound like, like you were scared to me. Nah, man. Yeah, you know, I wasn't scared, but I wanted to get out. Nah, like he was too tall. <laughs> I was just so curious, like, how's he moving? Like, I can't <laughs> see nothing. Yeah, you, know, you ever been? I mean, I know you've been to some haunted houses because I've been yeah, with you. A I ain't got no times. stories. I don't think I've ever jumped in one. I only you think, ain't never jumped. You ain't never I led. Can't, to I you. can't recall doing. You know, what I'm saying jumping, but I, I the only story that I got is going when I was in college. And took some, I can't remember, some girl. And she, like, jumped. Like, she was in front of me walking. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was by the side. I can't remember either. She was in the front or the side. And something happened. Something jumped out. And uh, it freaked her out so much that she, like, jumped 
and like you know how a kid would try to a little kid would try to hold your hands and try to just jump and have your weight hold their weight mm. that's what she did and this wasn't no small girl so she jumps into me and tries to not have her feet touch the ground and now we both almost falling over because she got scared <laughs> That's that's the only story that, you know what I'm saying that I have had. I mean, I go to them. You know, we've been to some a, yeah. a few times, but it's the middle. Like they always try to scare the middle because they can see it on camera nowadays, and they uh-huh. got people in their ear telling them like when to go. And nine times out of ten, if you in the lead, especially if you in a group, like they're gonna attack the middle, right? Because they know the guy's in the front. He gonna try. He gonna be. He ain't gonna try to jump. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The girls gonna be behind them, so you, they try to go for the ones that's gonna scream. Because then of course that impacts the next group that's behind them. like oh what they screaming at right, like, right. that sounds scary that's, as why, hell. that's why they be trying to space people out they yeah. say, you go and then two minutes go by yeah. and they say you go I did jump we was in Vegas and uh, Eli Roth had a goratorium there for a little bit um, out there by Planet Hollywood where uh, Twin Peaks is uh-huh. <clears throat> it's right there <clears throat> it used to be there it's not there anymore but me and my wife was out there and we went to that and it was cool and uh, part of it was like a hotel you know what I mean? So this bellhop come jumping out at me and like he had a bell because he's a bellhop and he rung the bell like right in my face and I jumped back. My wife was like, ah, you jumped. And I was like, he almost hit me. Like at what point is a jump just like, like yeah, what I'm am moving. I supposed yeah. to do? You know what I mean? Me? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, dude, it's way too here in my personal space. Like that wasn't like a, I'm scared jump. That's like I'm ready to tee off on him jump. But yeah. But Y'all let us know, man. If y'all uh got any funny uh Halloween stories. Halloween uh haunted house stories. You know what would be good is we had a Halloween party. I know people do those. Yeah. I haven't I haven't had a I always Halloween thought party. about doing one, but yeah, we should do one. I haven't. Have everybody dress up in costumes. So yeah. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. But hit us up on Instagram, brother underscore Noosey. Hit us up on uh YouTube, brother Noomsey. Let us know what you think. Shoot us some comments. Even, you know what I'm saying? Cuss us out. Tell us you won't like it. Tell us to right. stop. Something. Yeah. Like, you're toxic. Yeah. You're part of the problem. <laughs> Me too. All right. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I hated Dave Chappelle's stand-up. How could you like it? Right. Like, He's so be, homophobic. Or Bill Burr. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You too, you too sensitive. Right. <laughs> Turn on your sensitivity, man. It's, it's going to be okay. We all going to live. Yeah. All right. All right, brother. All right, man. Next time. Yup.